Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing in Christ podcast. I am your host, Shadora Foy, and today I wanted to start a new little section of the Growing in Christ podcast, which would be a chapter of the month. So I thought it would be a cool little intermission between the why should we desire God um, topic because I do have another section for that coming it's not it's not as long as the other section but I thought this would be a really great intermission sorry and something really great and positive to add to the growing in Christ podcast so like I said this is going to be a little chapter of the month Um, The way I picked this one for today because we are in 2020 so I picked the 20th book of the Bible and since we are in July right now I picked the seventh chapter in this book so for a fun fact um, the 20th book in the Bible is Proverbs and the chapter is seventh so um, I really want to start this off in prayer so if you are able to um, I'd ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes dear Heavenly Father we just thank you for this blessed day that you have given us Lord God another day to see your wonderful miracles and your beauties all over the nations oh God dear Lord I just thank you for your love oh God and for your peace that surpasses all understanding oh God Lord God I thank you for your wisdom oh God that you give to us freely dear Lord Lord God I thank you for the faith that you have blessed us with Lord God you said the faith of a mustard seed oh God so Lord God we are asking that in even though we have that faith of a mustard seed that you continually increase our faith oh God because without faith it is impossible to please you oh God and that is what our desire is so dear oh dear Lord is to please you so Lord God I pray that you open our hearts and open our minds right now to be able to receive from you what it is we need to receive dear Lord and I pray that you cover all of us dear Lord and I pray that you cover all of our households Lord God and I pray that this word not just gets through our ears dear Lord but gets into our hearts as well, O oh God, and allows us to connect our faith with you, but not just our faith, O oh God, but ourselves in wholeness with you, O oh dear Lord, to acknowledge you in all of our ways and to connect with you so dearly and so closely, Lord. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so as I said, we are going to be doing Proverbs chapter 7. So if you could grab your Bibles and your pencils, your papers, and to take notes and different things, that would be totally great. So I'm going to allow you a little time to get those things together, and we'll jump right in. So verse 1 says, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. So um, I really do want to go deep into this one and break this one down. I know that earlier in the year, we opened the year with uh, the 31 days of Proverbs. But again, you can never get too much of the word. And it's always good to just go back and reread it because you get a new thing every time. So um, just a question that we can all answer to ourselves in our own hearts but what does it look like to treasure the commands of God you know I know in this sense it is Solomon talking to his son saying keep my words and treasure my commands within you but what does it look like for you to treasure the commands of 
our God being our father? What does it look like to you to even treasure the commands of your own parents? Like just taking note of that and just asking yourself, what does that look like? Um, so yes, just writing that question down and making sure that you answer it within your heart or if you want to answer it on paper. Um, the second verse says, keep my commands and live and my law as the apple of your eye. So meaning just constantly gazing on the commands of God, breathing the commands of God, keep keeping the commands and being able to live through the life that they bring, through the nourishment that they bring to our lives and just keeping our eyes on the law of God, making sure that we are aware of it. Because so many times, um, me personally, I think about the law of God, but not all the laws of God I keep myself aware of. Um, verse three says, bind them on your fingers, write them down on the tablet of your heart so just keeping them in our hearts not just keeping a bible in our rooms or in our cars or at our churches and not using them but really digging deep into them and keeping them written on the tablets of our hearts um verse four says say to wisdom you are my sister and call understanding your nearest kin verse five that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. So I remember the 31 days of Proverbs and knowing the context of this scripture, knowing that Solomon is talking to his son, but yet just us ladies understanding that we still need to stay away from the seductive male, the seductive males in the world, you know, making sure that we stay away from the immoral males of the world. Um, the next scripture is verse 6. For at the window of my house, I looked through my latest, verse 7, and saw among the simple. I perceived among the youths a young man devoid of understanding. Verse 8 says, passing along the street near her corner, and he took the path to her house. Verse 9, in the twilight in the evening, in the black and dark night. So just breaking these few scriptures down is just realizing that um, at, the, at the end of verse 7, just he did not have that wisdom, devoid of understanding, devoid of wisdom, lacking that understanding. Um, you know, we have to make sure that we start by gaining understanding, start by truly gaining wisdom. That way we are not led astray by anything, whether it be an immoral woman, an immoral man, or just um, just different things that try and tempt us and get us off track. Um, the next scripture is verse 10. And there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. Verse 11, she was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay at home. Verse 12, at times she was outside, at times in the open square, lurking at every corner. Verse 13 says, so she caught him and kissed him with the impud impudent face she said to him. Verse 14, 
I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows, verse 15, so I came out to meet you diligently to seek your face and I have found you. Verse 16, I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. Verse 17 says, I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, alloys, and cinnamon. Verse 18 says, Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. Verse 19, For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. Verse 20 says, He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day. So that was um, here from verses um 14 to verse 20 we hear her good and enticing well not good but we hear her good in that sense pleasurable to the ears and enticing speech about just getting him to come away with her and to fill their love with each other but um another question to ask ourselves is this truly love because i know a lot of times we think that oh you know even though we're not enticed by harlots or people who are in that quote-unquote profession we are enticed by people who may not say they're ha of a crafty heart who may not say that they like to get around with a whole bunch of people but you can tell how a person moves you can tell what's in their heart by the way that they move and by the things that they do. So just a question to ask ourselves is, is this really love? You know, if somebody is telling you to go away with them and fill their love till the morning, yet they have a husband at home, you know, yet they have a wife at home, a girlfriend, they have a boyfriend, or this, that, and another, like, is that truly love? And you have to ask yourself that because part of the things that the devil tries to do is deceive us. He's always deceiving us. And we have to make sure that we have that wisdom to be wise enough to not be deceived. You know, have that understanding to not be deceived, to be able to say, wait a minute, <laughs> you have a husband, you have a girlfriend, you have a boyfriend, you have a wife, this isn't right. You know, knowing that that is never going to truly be love because God is the God of love. God is the God of true love. He, he is love himself. So God would never ordain a marriage but say, oh yeah, I, I allowed you to get married to this person, but it's okay if you cheat on them. It's okay if you fill your love with somebody else. No. When God ordains us to be married, ordains us to be evenly yoked with a person, there is no other person that we can fill that void or fill that love with, like the significant other that God has placed in our lives. And even for youth or even adults who just have boyfriends and girlfriends, um, even being in a relationship is a commitment. It's not as big as a commitment as marriage, but it still is a commitment. And it shows that person for who they are, you know, to show, well, if you really do want somebody else, you should break up with the person that you're with. You know, just showing the trueness of love and showing the trueness of a relationship. 
And that's something that we truly should gain before we even enter a relationship. I mean, so many times people enter relationships, whether it be out of lust or whether it be out of what they think is love. And they enter those relationships not knowing what a relationship is and how to truly be committed to a person or how to truly be evenly yoked with a person. Um, the next verse in this chapter is 21. With her enticing speech, she caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. So, so many times um, we may read this story and think, oh, I wouldn't have been seduced by that. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have ran away with that immoral woman. You may think that in your mind and you know when the problem arises maybe you will do better but we have to go all the way back to verse 7 where it says and saw among the simple I perceived among the youths a young man devoid of understanding so that's where it all starts we have to make sure that we're not lacking understanding that we always have are seeking God for that understanding and how do we do that by what it says at the beginning of this chapter where it says treasure my commands within you keep my commands and live keep my laws the apple of your eye bind them around your fingers write them on the tablet of your heart say to wisdom you are my sister and call understanding your nearest kin it all starts with all of that so this doesn't happen so you won't be in this position um, verse 22 says, Immediately he went after her, as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks. Verse 23 says, Till an arrow struck his liver, as a bird hastens to the snare, he did not know it would take his life. So, just being mindful of that last verse. He did not know it would, I meant not the last verse, but the last, um, sorry, excuse me, sentence in that verse. He did not know it would take his life. So many things that we do um, that are wrong and we choose to lack understanding and lack wisdom and be seduced by the devil, not knowing that that's the thing that takes our life. Not knowing that you're just thinking that you're gonna sleep with somebody, you're just thinking that you're just gonna go to this party, you're just thinking that you're just gonna take this drug, you're just thinking that you're gonna skip this um, class, you're thinking that you're just gonna disobey your parents and sneak out. You're thinking and you're getting seduced by this enticing thing with this enticing speech, not knowing that that's the thing that's gonna take your life. Not knowing that lacking wisdom, lacking understanding is the thing that is going to take your life, take your life, sorry. Lacking that relationship with God, lacking that acknowledgement of God in all your ways is going to be the very thing that takes your life. You know, because the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Christ comes that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So God, following God, gives us that life. Following God gives us that peace, that joy. I mean, we can even see it in verse 2 when it says, keep my commands and live. Solomon had seen this whole 
whole thing play out. He had saw how the young man had was lacking understanding and how he had followed the seductress, how he had yielded to her, and how he was so amazed that this one thing would take his life. And that's why Solomon is saying to his son, keep my commandments and live. I've seen death due to lack of understanding. So I want you to understand and I want you to have life. Um, the next verse is verse 24. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Verse 25 says, do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. Verse 26 says, for she has cast down many wounded and all who were slain by her were strong men. So verse 26 is a powerful statement. So many times we think that we are strong without God. That we believe, oh, I'm, I'm this strong person. I have a strong will. You know, I can go to the party and I won't get caught up because I have this strong will. And I won't do anything that I'm not supposed to do. You know, I can just disobey my parents this one time because it's really serious and I feel like I'm really justified and I won't ever do it again because I'm so strong. I have this strong will to not allow this to happen. But we have to know that dealing with the devil, the only thing that is stronger than the devil is God. You know, and unless we are on God's side, unless we are paired with God, we're not going to be stronger than him. When he deceives us, we're not going to be able to say, okay, I'm stronger than you, so I'm only going to do this. And it's going to play out like this. Because again, God knew, God knew that, oh, if you follow that seductress, you're going, she's going to take your life away. That's what's going to happen. God knows that. The devil knows that. But you, as being a person, as being a strong person, doesn't know that. So you have to be paired with God. You have to allow God to lead you. Because the devil takes out the strongest of men. The devil takes out the strongest of women. Because without God, we truly are weak. Without him, we do not have the strength to be able to fight the devil on our own. Um, verse 27 says... Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. So that is the end of chapter 7. And in chapter 7, we hear a lot about um, just the seductress woman. And um, for ladies, that can also be a seductive male, you know. And also, if you want to symbolize it in a different way, it could just be anything that goes against the will of God that entices us to do wrong. It could be whatever. It could be um, alcohol. It could be sometimes some of the company that we have around us. It could be our phones. It could be the internet. It could be anything that it goes against the will of God. But it all starts with gaining that understanding. It all starts with just having God giving us wisdom. Whoever lacks wisdom, just pray to the Lord and he will give it to you freely. So we have to make sure in order not to be in this position that we really do pray to God. So yes, like I said, this is the chapter of the month. So um, if you would like to turn back to it through this month, um, it's just something that I picked out as random, but I
I would like it, <clears throat> you know, just to reflect on it through this month and just other words. So, um, words in the Bible, but, um, Yes, so connecting our faith with God's promises. So the promises in this chapter that we connect our faith with is just having those commands of God and connecting with them and having faith in them. Having faith that when we gain understanding, that when we take out the time to gain wisdom, that God will truly bless us and cover us and give us strength that will overcome the devil, that makes us more than conquerors. So I really do pray that you all are blessed by this. I pray that you all have a blessed month and a blessed year. And despite all the things that are going on in our world, just knowing that God is good in spite of all of it and that he works all things together for the good of those who love him. So just really keeping that in time and in mind through these hard times. So I will leave you all with that. And as always, I love you all and goodbye.